Welcome to Inside Yorkshire with Susan, bringing you intriguing details about the lives of people here in Yorkshire. So, come on in and join us. Hello, Susan here, Inside Yorkshire. Now today I'm talking to two of the founding members of Veterans Woodcraft, based in Richmond up on Gullerfield's trading estate. Chris Morgan and Bob Taylor are going to talk today about the work they do for people affected by their military service. They also help mental health groups within the area, providing outreach work and teaching woodcraft, giving people therapeutic support through the work that they do. They're not trained counsellors, but from their own personal backgrounds, they can empathise and support others. Now today, I'm talking to Chris Morgan, who is the founder of a community interest company, Veterans Woodcraft. And I'm really just wanting to find out a bit more about the projects that you're working on and um, also a very important vote that is coming up soon. But if you could talk us through, first of all, just how you got involved with all of this and when? Yeah, I um, my military career, I was 24 years in the Royal Artillery and finished as a warrant officer, um, left. Um, I lost my wife in 2002 and it triggered some pretty horrendous stuff. Um, nowadays, of course, we know it's the PTSD. And um, pure chance, um, my current partner, um, pulled us up to Yorkshire, away from uh, down south where it was all happening. And once I was up here, things started to improve. Um, I've always been interested in woodwork. And coming up here, I joined the local green woodworking group. And things developed from there. Uh, one afternoon, I was asked if uh, a few of the lads who'd been uh, what we call whiz, which is wounded, injured or sick. Could they come over for a spoon carving course? They did. They enjoyed it. I was invited back to run projects. And from two hours on a Tuesday afternoon, we've now got seven days a week, <laughs> 52 <laughs> weeks a year when we're doing the, the project. Veterans Woodcraft um, was set up to help those guys and girls who've been affected by their military service and the idea is that, that they come into the workshop and they do as, as much or as little as they want to do. And we, we try to teach them skills around woodwork. Some of them, of course, um, may have done woodworking before they joined. And it's just getting them back into the groove. And at the end of the day, really, it's a kind of therapy, a recovery process. just helps them through. And, and as you've experienced this morning, um, we've got the banter. There's the joking, there's the Mickey taking, um, and it's a little bit like being back in the barrack block, if you like. And um, we all know that uh, you always recover better if you've got your family around you, and that's basically what we are here. We're one big family with hundreds of different mums. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that's it. And from my own experience, when I was really ill um, and down, my woodworking shed was my safe area and it literally saved my life being in there um, much of the time I didn't do too much I just potted around and made a mess but it was somewhere safe and uh, so, and, and the characters and, and the guys who are 
of the main team here have all experienced that, you know, the, the safe place, if you like. And, and that's uh, sort of the background of, the, of what, what we do. The project for the, or the funded vote, uh, which is the People's Project, set up by the Big Lottery Fund and being advertised by ITV. And in our area, it's Ty and T's area. Um, the winners get £50,000 towards their project. Right. Over the last year, uh, with some other funding, we've managed to set up the workshop, um, put the equipment in, uh, we've got a van, and as you've seen, we've got a machine workshop and everything. So now we're set up. We want to start delivering um, training uh, out to the community. And the idea is that we have veterans coming into to the workshop. We work with them, train them up to a certain level. And over the past six months or so, we've been delivering woodworking sessions to a lot of um, other sort of mental health groups in, in the area. And uh, so the idea is that with, with, with the £50,000, um, one, it would get us a second vehicle. Uh, two, it would help us train our own team up to a, a higher standard and hopefully we would then be able to do some accreditation. So you come, you do a woodworking course with us and, and it's a qualification that could go on a, on a CV. And then the, the, the second bit would be probably half of that would go towards us actually delivering courses to the, to the community. Um, we've got a project going over in Preston at the moment. Um, they want us to set a workshop up there. Um, we've been approached by a, a group in Hull who also want the same kind of thing. And in Northumberland, um, just up uh, near or north, north of Newcastle. Um, I can't pronounce the name. <laughs> we had problems uh, with that earlier, uh, didn't we? Up, up north, like <laughs> I, um, where we're doing another project as well. Mm. So there's three areas that, that they've seen the value of what we do in our workshop and uh, they want us to set up uh, more, more over the country and, and this is what part of the funding would do. Yeah, so it's sort of an, an outreach really facility, is it? Yes, it is an outreach. Um, uh, and not only that, but I think I mentioned earlier that um, we're also looking at going out into the farming community um, around the whole of Yorkshire and setting up small sort of like a men in sheds project. Um, there's uh, quite a lot of problems within the farming community, uh, very similar to those that we have in the military, um, especially with the, uh, the depression and sadly uh, the suicides. And if we're able to set up a small drop-in centre, mm. for, for want of a better word, um, where people know they can come along on a regular basis, um, have a cup of tea, but more importantly, work on the lathe, get involved in the project, and it could be that um, within that sort of group, there'll be a couple of guys or girls who would lead the project, and we would then support them, help them with funding, and, and so on and so forth, and, and really have a, a mini workshop. And mm. it's, um, as I said, it goes back to therapy. Yes. And, and that's really what it's all about. And it's a really worthwhile yeah, job, and, isn't it? And to let people know they're, 
they're not on their own. Mm. And yes, that's the, the most important thing. The support that you can give then to people who maybe are feeling quite isolated in whatever way. Yes, that's right. Um, none of us are trained counsellors um, or anything like that, but um, we've all got a lot of military experience behind us uh, dealing with guys and we've all been through it. Mm. So we can relate to someone coming in saying, oh, I feel really down today or low or this is happening. You say, yeah, I was there once. Mm. We, we've we not cured our PTSD, but what we've been able to do is, is learn to, to live with it and manage it. So we sort of know in advance the trigger points that will cause problems. Um, we're kind of ready for them and we've got um, processes that we can go and uh, just take time out and, and, and slow down or go for a walk or, mm. or whatever before they actually happen. And that's the kind of advice and help we can give uh, to the guys and girls that come through. So it's a self-awareness really, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, mm. it, um, And it's not easy. No, I'm sure. Oh, no, it, it's definitely not easy. And it took a long time for me to realise that I was actually ill. And, and that's the, the key thing. Once you realise that you have got a problem and accept that, then the mending can start. It's the first step on the road, isn't it? Yeah, it is the first step on the road, but the second step would be to come up here and have a chat with the guys. <laughs> and uh, do some woodwork. Oh, and do some. You've got to do woodwork, yeah. Um, if nothing else, you just get a big hammer and keep banging bits of wood on the bench till it's all sorted out. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So you were telling me earlier on then that um, you've had... Quite, you've had some of the equipment donated, but I was just wondering where you get all of your um, where you get your equipment from, and also all of your wood. Um, well, the originally we had a lot of second-hand equipment that was donated by very gener- by, by clubs. Um, sadly, um, we were often contacted by a widow whose, whose husband had passed away. Mm. Would we like to, to the workshop, the tools, and that? And and of course, yeah, that was. It. But over the last year, we've managed to get a few more grants in and renew the equipment. Um, but uh, in where we're sitting now is, is, is the sort of the CNC room, which is a computerized numeric control system where you design something on the laptop and then the machine can cut it out onto the, onto the wood. Well, the machines that we use are from Legacy, and it's an American firm. And the first two machines, that are both worth about £10,000 each, were very generously donated um, by Andy, who is the chief exec of the company in America. And we were fortunate enough that the BA flew the machines over free of charge for part of our, our project. So not only um, traditional woodwork, uh, shall we say, um, there's the digital side of the woodwork yes. as well so we cover we, we try and cover all, all aspects and, and ranges yes the variety of things that you can learn here is phenomenal i'm sure uh yes there's swear words um, <laughs> no because uh it, it the, the idea is that you come into the to the workshop and we want you to be relaxed mm. and it doesn't matter what level of skill you've got during the summer holidays we run uh courses for the for the youngsters or the families of, um, of the serving, uh, sorry, of the um, the veterans, um, and we've had a huge success uh, with that. Um, we've just recently finished a, a project with the Gurkha veterans. Now that was absolutely fantastic, um, and we learned a lot, especially when it came down to the carving. Um, 
that, that would, and we hope that's going to carry on. Mm. And in a couple of weeks' time, we're doing our first session uh, down at the bridge in Catterick, which is um, where the, the guys and that go with dementia and uh, other sort of mental health issues down mm. there. And we, uh, we're going to take some tools down there and just see if we can work with the, the guys and girls and maybe just give them a little bit more stimulating uh, yes. uh, work to do. Yes, no, very worthwhile. And I think you also said this, this morning when we were talking earlier that um, that you have actually been out to people who oh, yeah. are the, the, too traumatised yeah. to even leave their homes. The, uh, the other uh, part of the, of the project, uh, part of the outreach, is that if there's a, an individual who uh, can't leave their home, for whatever reason, and initially we're we're working with with veterans. Um, we can go along with a, a, a small lathe, a scroll saw, a set of carving chisels, um, set up in the kitchen or or, or the shed, and uh, and work with that person. And it, you know, eventually, maybe just build up enough confidence to, you know, come up to our workshop. So they've actually left the house. Um, I know where the the local community police officer has got uh, someone who she would like us to work with who's been affected as a result of some serious um, crime and affected you know by the crime if you like and uh, so we're going to go along and uh, set up a lathe in the kitchen mm-hmm. and just work with them and and, uh, and that's it. Yes, there's no end to uh, what you're getting involved in, is there? <laughs> Did you appreciate when you first started this how um, varied it would be? No, um, I I wanted a big workshop, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's uh, it, it's strange. It it just started off as a small group um, sitting around a six foot table in uh, in a in a in a room to to this we. We moved up here into a, a small garage on the back site there, and now you've seen, seen what we've got mm. uh, here. Um, but at the end of the day, the results that we get, not only have you seen some very good pieces of work, um, but it's the guys and girls leaving the workshop with a smile on their face and saying, hey, I've really enjoyed today. Thank mm. you. Um, and if you leave here feeling good, when you go home, there's still a period of feeling good at home that could just make things a little bit easier and then the more and more times you come with us the, the longer you feel good and it's a bit like dropping a pebble in the water with the ripples so if we can in originally when maybe there was an explosion or whatever where the guys are in it affects so many people um we kind of do the reverse if you like um and just, just start and there's no pressure on anybody to do anything you, you there's a couple of guys you come up just for a cup of tea and a chat and say oh i just love the smell of the wood mm. and that, that's what it's all about yeah well yes and um i think the effect that you're having is not only the positive effect as you're saying on the individual it's how much relief and release you can give for the families too who i'm sure appreciate the change that they're seeing in their loved ones. Oh, we've, we've had um, cases where someone's come up and give us a hug and say, thanks for giving me my husband back. Mm. Um, and, and we know what that means. It's just lucky that Sergeant Majors don't cry. Uh, so, <laughs> so, of course, it has no effect on me whatsoever. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's good to see um, that, that we are, yeah, we are doing good. Mm. And 
we do know, and, and there's proof that we've actually saved at least one life mm. um, that was going very, very badly. Um, I'm not saying it was all down to us, but a, a great deal of the friendship, letting people know that we're here, and the way that we do things up here. Um, we're very fortunate that our patron is is Jodie Kidd, and she's the, the, the supermodel, um, very nice person, and she came out with a quote, was it's not what you teach, but how you teach. Mm. And several people have said it's just the way that, that, that we, 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 we teach things, if you like. But also you mentioned about the benefits to the veterans and their families and to the civilian groups. But also, of course, for ourselves, it's a huge boost and, and keeps us, I won't say on the straight and narrow, but it keeps us, uh, it's therapy for us as well by delivering that service mm. and, and keeping us busy and occupied, yeah. Yes, I think the positive mindset that comes out of it all must be really good. Yeah, you've, you've got to be positive. Um, mm. it, sometimes it's very hard to be positive. Um, but if we can give someone the incentive just to get up in the morning, mm. and or oh, I'm going up to the workshop. Um, A sense of purpose, really. Yes, that, that's right. Yeah, we, we've mm. got to do that. And uh, and keep in mind that some, some, some people who come over might just need a... A chat, a cup of tea, and an hour's work. Others, mm. of course, it could be a year. Mm. So there's no limit on on what we how long you do or whatever. And if someone wants some training, we adapt to whatever they want to do. Mm. Um, if we set up a course, obviously you'd be expected to to, to go along. But yes. if you'd like one particular skill other than the others, we mm. we would adapt it, it to that. Yeah. No, that's great. Now then, the um, I mean, it really is. I, I'm quite blown away by what I've seen around here and the people that I've been talking to today. Now, if for people who want to support you and want to vote in the first instance for this important vote, how would they do that? Um, if they go online, they can either... It's called www.thepeoplesproject.org.uk Click on that. You then comes up with a list of ITV regions. Go down to Tyne Tees. You click on that, and then there's five projects for the area, and you'll see uh, Veterans Woodcraft or, or the Woodcraft Warriors. Mm. If you click on there and you vote, it's not complicated. You just have to put your postcode in and your email. You press the button, and almost by return, there will be a confirmation note if you like on on your email and you just press that and that that, that proves that it's your email and where you it are it proves that and you're that, a person and not so uh, there's no other mm. no other information no addresses wanted nothing else, else needed no, no. so yeah. let's uh, i know that you're going to that you have an exhibition next week as well haven't you yes at um, mackenzie thorpe's gallery yes, isn't it yes that's in finkel street in richmond mackenzie mm. um, thorpe has very kindly loaned us his studio for a week and we're going to be there from tomorrow till next Friday. And we'll have on display some of the work we do. But there'll be one of us from the team there just mm. to talk about what we do. Um, uh, please come along um, and, and see, see what we do. And uh, if you want to know a little bit more about us and you can't make it, if you go to our website, uh, which is uh, veteranswoodcraft.co.uk, mm. you'll see on there as contact details. And if ever you're up Furby Roadway and the, the Gallowfields Estate, just come along, pop in and have a cup of tea and a chat. 
It's a big blue building. It's a big blue building. (laughs) Okay, so now I'm talking to Bob Taylor, and you were one of the founding members, weren't you, at the very beginning of all of this. Would you like to just uh, tell us your take on um, on how it all got started? Yeah, I mean, I met Chris and Ted um, originally at uh, the Healthy Hero Centre in Phoenix House, where I got referred to by the mental health team after having a massive breakdown. And for some reason, we all clicked and we all got little specialities that we're, we're good at. And when we work together, things turn out really well. Uh, it got to the stage where we couldn't uh, do what we wanted to do up at Phoenix House uh, due to restrictions on obviously the health and safety side with the, the beneficiaries at Phoenix House and also um, the Charities Commission. Uh, we couldn't sell things from there. So the three of us, myself, Ted and Chris, decided to set up Veterans Woodcraft. And that's what we've done. We've set it up and things are going really, really well at the moment. Yes, it certainly seems um, a fair bit going on here from what I've seen today. Yes, so what side of it then are you involved in here? Well, I tend to do a lot of the teaching. I also do the uh, scroll saw work, general woodworking and carving and also do a bit of pyrography which is great because that's burning wood i was going to say what is pyrography i wasn't even sure what that was yeah, that's burning wood and then more recently i've started taking up the laser engraving so right. that's, that's what i was doing this morning right okay so um you've been here since it was actually up on the trading estates yes we started over in uh, garage number five across the road there yeah and we very, very quickly grew out of that. Uh, we then took on half of the building we're in at the moment. And again, very, very quickly took over that. We then took over the second half, which is this side we're sat in now, with all the CNC machines. Uh, and we still needed more room. Uh, and when they built a, a shed garage out the back, we took on them units as well. And that's where Everything is stored at the moment. So you're really keeping on spreading, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's growing really quick. Um, what we could do with is a couple of extra bodies, which we've had, a, to be fair, we've had a few people interested in helping us out. Uh, so we, we, the more we can get trained up, the more mm. we can deliver out in the community as well. Yes, it's interesting all the outreach plans that you've got, some of the things that you're doing now, mm. and also plans for the future, which hopefully, um, if you... Um, win this uh, vote which I'm hoping I keep plugging it everyone needs to vote for you then yeah, yeah. Um, then you can continue to do even more of the phenomenal work that you're currently doing yeah well that's it none of us take a wage we're all voluntary uh, it'd be nice to get paid at some stage but we've got to get it off the ground uh, and we are getting more and more known in the local area mm. we are known outside of the area which is unusual considering we live on the garrison and we think veterans on the garrison it would work but apparently not however there is plans afoot you know that uh, that may change in the very near future i'm curious to know just something that came up in the conversation with chris i think how did jody kidd come to be involved <laughs> that's ted ted loves jody kidd <laughs> <laughs> so he bugged her on twitter and everything else you can find and uh, she invited us down to meet her uh, we've done a couple of uh, presentation plaques for for a pub uh, we went down met her 
very, very nice uh, lady down to earth, and she absolutely loves what we do. So on the second visit we went down, uh, we took some more stuff down to her, and uh, we asked her then if she wouldn't mind being a patron. Yes, we've gone down the second time uh, to meet Jodie Kidd. Um, we met her father uh, and her now current boyfriend, who happened to be uh, a special boat service. And uh, we got talked to him about ways we could help into the marine guys. And as a result, we've got a few marines coming up and seeing us now, which is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And we're just going from strength to strength. And that's when we asked her if she wouldn't mind being our patron, which she agreed to. And yeah, she's a busy lady, so she's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> no, interesting. So um, that was perseverance on Ted's part, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted's be sorted with her. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. So then how do you see the, the future going from here then? Um, obviously, the funding will be a big bonus if you get it. But um, even without that, what are the other plans? Well, the plans are we, we we still want to expand. We still want to go and do a lot of outreach in the community. We work with a lot of other mental health groups mm. yeah, uh, and special needs groups. And everybody we've worked with have thoroughly enjoyed themselves. I mean, the youngest person we have is young Oscar, who's a, a local Richmond lad. Uh, he comes up. I think he's nine year old, and the uh, the oldest person we worked with is a, a lady through in Malton, uh, and she was ninety two, and she took part in our handbag and hammers experiment over there. What was that? Uh, basically, it was uh, Next Steps, which is a, another you know charity. Uh, they asked us to go across and do a little bit of woodworking with them. Uh, the ladies had enough doing the old rip a bit of paper and stick it on something. You know, <laughs> something a bit more challenging, yeah. yes. So that's exactly what happened. We went across, um, introduced ourselves. We did a little bit of basic woodworking just to get them into the feel of using the tools. And then before we knew it, we were making all sorts with them. You know, we, uh, I think we made a, a seven-foot uh, bird box for one of the ladies freestanding. Yeah, through to uh, little makeup boxes, toolboxes, so much so that uh, one of the ladies went home and said, "Oh, you're doing that wrong. This is how you do it to her husband." <laughs> and then asked for uh, a drill at Christmas, yeah, which I believe she got. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. No, well, I mean the. Um... I'm sure the feeling of actually producing something. I have done a little myself, and it's just a wonderful self a, a wonderful feeling of achievement when you can make something that actually looks like you intended it to be yeah yeah i mean we still make mistakes mm. and all mistakes are is a learning opportunity and that's the way we look at it mm. you know, and, and at the end of the day it's only a piece of wood so yeah. had you been teaching before all of this then yeah i used to um before i had my breakdown i was uh, an area manager for a training company you know, so i've got my teaching qualifications already yeah uh, I then had a massive breakdown, which uh, led to me nearly taking my own life. Oh. Yeah, and I've done that a couple of times, and that's when I realised something was wrong. And I've been here ever since. Mm. No, so it's been it's given you a real sense of purpose. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that the numbers here are quite small. Mm. Again, we work with smaller groups because 
a lot of people in our situation can't deal with crowds very well. Mm. Yeah, and we feel that if we work in pairs as well, so whenever we go out and teach, we're always keeping an eye on each other. So we mm. can see when somebody's going down a little bit and say, "Go take yourself five minutes or whatever." Yes. You pull yourself back together and then come back in. And that, we have found, works really well. I can tell just, um, the well, apart from all the but not, <laughs> not uh, there's obviously a lot of banter goes yeah, on, but yeah. also there's a real, a really wonderful sense of mutual support here. Yeah, I mean, we don't pry on anybody. Anybody wants to tell us um, why they're coming up here to us, and that's up to them. You know, I was just having a chat with one of the lads out at the back there, and I was telling him how I ended up here. And he goes, well, you know, you just said everything that's happened to me. Mm. Yeah. But he didn't admit it. And from that point of view, um, I think the the fact of knowing that you're not alone and it's not just you, because I think it must be quite overwhelming to think that you're the only one going through it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I wondered why it was happening to me. I wondered what was happening to me. Um for the first year and a half, I never left the house. Mm. You know, if I went out, if I did go out, it was late at night, you know, when there was nobody about. If I did see anybody in the street, I'd turn around and walk straight back in. You hear kids laughing because I live near a school. Mm. You think they're laughing at you. You know, you think everything is directed at you and you're so wound up about it that you know the safest place that you can be is in your home. Mm. You know, unfortunately, you know, that can lead to other, you know, drastic things, mm. you know, as quite a few of our fellow soldiers have taken their own lives. Yeah. Yes. Although we've all been there, we're grateful that we're actually not necessarily past it, but we're managing it better. You're managing it, yeah. yes. You're managing it and you've got somewhere, a safe environment to come to. Well, that's it, yeah. yeah. And mm. when we're all up here, it doesn't matter whether you're a cook <laughs> or ex cook <laughs> or ex RMP, you know, we we look after them all, you know. Mm. As long as you can take a bit of banter, a bit of slagging off, you know, and then yes. you'll get on there. We even have an RAF lad here, yeah. I know, <laughs> <laughs> having just spoken to him, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they um, it's a mutually supportive environment, definitely, and I think you've got something wonderful going on here, yeah. It's, mm. it's great, we love it here, yeah. Mm. And, yeah. Looking forward to what comes next. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank That's you. been great talking to you. Yeah, no worries. There's so much going on at Veterans Woodcraft that we couldn't fit it all into this episode. The call to action from this week is please to vote for them, the People's Project. And actually, they are Warcraft Warriors. So that's the Tynetees region, Warcraft Warriors. Please give a vote to them so that they can um, hopefully win and gain the funding needed to spread the work that they're doing further throughout the community. Next week, we're talking to Ted Granger, the other founding member, and he is the technical director. Now, we're also talking to Andy and to Matt Whiteman about the support that they have had from the group and also the work that they are now doing. Um, Matt in particular has made an electric guitar and is now an actor. So the sky's the limit, I guess. Um, Overcoming difficult situations, difficult health issues, 
and being supported, go online, give them the vote and um, tune in to us next week. So this is Susan signing out from Inside Yorkshire.